Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. A true story. On the morning of September 29th, 1943, Rabbi Marcus Melchior, acting, acting chief rabbi of Denmark, walked into the great synagogue in Copenhagen. Despite being under Nazi occupation for over three years, the congregation was large and ready to celebrate the new year, Rosh Hashanah. But instead of beginning the High Holy Days liturgy, the rabbi said, you must leave immediately and warn all your friends and relatives and go into hiding. These direct and surprising words were the beginning of a dramatic and heroic chain of events that resulted in the rescue of almost all of the Danish Jews, around 7,000 people. In just days, the Danes would shelter, protect, and smuggle their neighbors into Sweden. They delivered their neighbors uh, from their hiding places to the harbor in off-duty taxis and ambulances, where fishermen, including my uncle, and other boats were made more, made more than 700 runs across the water. At the war's end, 99% of the Danish Jews survived. And when they got back to Denmark from Sweden, they found their homes clean, their plants watered and pets cared for, and their belongings in place. Talk about loving your neighbor as yourself. This shining moment in history is not just a feel-good story it's not just a series of good deeds, but truly it was a deliverance. A vulnerable population was recognized, enveloped, and lifted from deadly peril to peace and safety. Humanity at its best. And we should be reminded of being delivered as we hear this morning's gospel. Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd kept following him because they saw the signs that he was doing. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. That is a key detail. A Bible study tip, when the scripture includes a seemingly insignificant detail, it is a very significant detail. For Passover, the moment when God heard the cries of his people and broke the yoke of the Egyptian enslavers and brought them through the wilderness to the promised land, that is one of the greatest moments of deliverance in history. And that detail would not have been lost on the folks who were hearing John's gospel for the first time. When Jesus looked up and saw a large crowd coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? Philip answered, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. Andrew said, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place. Another important detail right there. Jesus is in the desert. There shouldn't be a blade of grass, let alone a great deal. 
The creation itself is declaring that this Jesus is the Christ. The original hearer would have said to themselves, there was grass? That's impossible. And then perhaps they would have remembered their Ezekiel. For God said to the prophet, I will tend them in good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. They will lie down in good grazing land, and there will feed a rich pasture in the mountains of Israel. So the grass was there for a very good reason. And Jesus bade the people sit on it. About 5,000 in all, then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, and so also the fish, as much as they wanted. A third and important bit of trivia, another detail. Besides the resurrection itself, what other miracle appears in all four of the Gospels? the feeding of the 5,000. And what is different about this feeding of the 5,000 in the Gospel of John rather than in Matthew, Mark, and Luke? In those other three, the disciples are the ones who feed the people that great day, a wonderful moment of empowerment symbolizing what the church would be. But here in John, what we hear today, Jesus himself feeds the people. Jesus himself feeds the people. Like the bread of the Eucharist, Jesus gives the people not only bread, but gives of himself. And that should not be discounted or glossed over, for this is the very miracle of the incarnation. For the God that created the universe who made all of us, who formed us in his image, the God who loved us so much that he decided to become one of us, to know us, to experience, to, to experience what we experience, to hurt, to struggle, to lose, to achieve, to flourish. That God gave himself on the cross and every day of his ministry that God gave so that we might live. And the people had as much as they wanted, for they were delivered. All of us struggle. On the surface, life may seem pretty good. We are blessed by happy and healthy children. Our spouse has not yet realized that we are totally out of their league. Lots of people are nudging each other, saying, which one is which? In this. We enjoy vocations that challenge and engage us. Our Instagram is spectacular. But underneath, we are struggling. We worry about those kids. That job is more exhausting than satisfying. And deeper, we struggle with questions, with relationships, with our mental wellness, and how we navigate and interact with this world. The struggle is real, but the deliverance is real as well. Jesus not only feeds the 5,000, he gives himself to the 5,000, and he delivers those people that day, and he too delivers us. 
And despite what we are struggling with, even if that thing is embarrassing or chronic or dreadfully sinful, we will be delivered. We will be brought out of whatever darkness stalks us, and Jesus will bring us home. Maybe we should spend some time this week wondering from what we need deliverance. Pray about it, meditate on it, ponder it as you drink your morning coffee. But do not despair, for despite whatever you are facing, the Lord walks alongside you. Remember what Peter wrote to the church in Ephesus, that God is at work within us and is able to accomplish abundantly far more than we can ask or imagine. Or remember what happened to the apostles on the sea in the midst of a storm. Jesus appeared, walking on the water, saying, it is I, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, for you are not alone. You will be filled, and you will be delivered. Amen.